What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Dylan Dilworth Podcast. We are live here on k-ru.org, broadcasting from the UMKC KRU studio today. And I got a couple of guests with me today. So first things first, all right, Alex, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. What is up, everybody? Alex Tran here. Always good to be back. I'm co-host of this amazing show and hope you guys stick around all right next we have my roommate again anthony say what's up what's up y'all all right and then uh, over the phone we have my homie isaiah he's back in stl but you know we made it happen so he's on the show isaiah go ahead and say what's up hey how's it going guys all right is there anything before we get started isaiah is there anything you want to uh shout out uh no nah, not, not necessarily i'm all good Shut up. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so for those of y'all new to the show, we like to start off with the gaming news, and we start off with the big three consoles. So first things first, you're going to start off with PlayStation. So the PlayStation Classic, the thing that came out at the end of November, beginning of December, similar to the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic, well, it didn't meet sales expectations, and now you can grab it on sale for $40. Bruh. So I think one of the reasons why the uh, PlayStation Classic failed is because it didn't meet up with the hype. And also, uh, me personally, even though I'm not a gamer, I resonate more with those Nintendo games like Super Mario Bros., uh, Tekken, and all, all those games that you, you would play. They're, they're just funner to me, and I think there wasn't enough options for gamers to like kind of hit that resonatory feel with older games. Like, like you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like those 8-bit games or whatever. But I think that's one of the reasons. It just didn't beat, like, their target audience expectation like yeah. the NES Classic did. Yeah, plus there's only, like, eight or nine games on there. Yeah, which is whack. It's like if you buy a NES Classic for however much they sell for it, they got, like, at least 13 games on there because my, my girl's little brother has one. And I'm on that, like, every day I'm over there. So it's it's funner to play, and it's, like, it's like you know, it's cool. <laughs> All, right. All right, Alex, you got any thoughts on, on this? Um, No, not really. All right, all right. Isaiah, you got anything uh, you want to say about the NES Classic? Uh, not the NES, the PlayStation Classic? Yeah, I just feel like the reason it failed, I, I, I just don't feel like it has that nostalgia factor that That's the NES Classic has. Like, the title, the title, like, like, do you have, like, a list of, like, the games that it has for, that it came out with? Uh, I can try to look it up real or quick. Or just a few? Yeah, uh, I'll look it up real quick. Now, for North America, what did they, what did they release? Okay. <clears throat> All right. So from <clears throat> the forum on PlayStation.com, yeah, uh, the original Grand Theft Auto. So Grand Theft Auto One, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, let's see, Metal, the first Metal Gear Solid, Rayman, Resident Evil One, Director's Cut, Tekken Three, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, the original Twisted Metal, uh, Persona. Uh, Persona Revelations, Mr. Driller, Odd World, Destruction Derby, Cool Borders 2, Battle Arena, Toshinden, Ridge Racer 4, uh, Wild Arms, Super Puzzle Fighter 2, and uh, Siphon Filter. All in all. Yeah, see, some of those, some of those, you know, most, a lot of those titles are good titles, but they don't, um, they don't really stand up to, like, you know, your Mario, your Donkey Kong, things that 
all you know all ages can play. You know, yeah. I, as I feel like you know, it's people that play the SNES Classic or whatever when they were like a kid, and kids today are still playing those titles. So that's why I feel. I don't know. I don't feel like it has a nostalgia effect, which is why I think it failed. He's right. Yeah, and plus, uh, what's good? And plus, I think another reason why I felt is because, like, the people that collect these systems, they probably still have their PlayStation 1 and all mine. their games. <laughs> and all their games for it. So that's probably another thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. All right, so we're going to move on to the next thing. So is Sony picking and choosing what games they want cross-play with? Because we so. all know Fortnite was the first game to do full cross-play. So PlayStation could play with xbox players and then shortly after that rocket league became the second game for full cross play where playstation can play with xbox players and sony is basically saying that they're open uh to it and that uh the developers can go into the little account management and request it but certain developers i'm not gonna say their names uh so they're saying that they've been through and they've been requesting uh, PlayStation to authorize the cross-play with their games and they've gotten nothing and they even asked the head the, the head of PlayStation directly, asked a whole bunch of people on the executive board directly and still nothing. So, yeah, they said the managers and the direct higher-ups and nothing happened. So, is Sony just picking and choosing what games they want cross-play with or they really or they really don't care or you feel like that uh what's called that Fortnite and Rocket League forced their hands because those were the two biggest games the second one because uh I mean if you look at the the demographics in the market of Fortnite you know what they're one of they were one of the fastest growing companies of two, 2018 Epic Games, and that's mainly because, you know, of their game Fortnite that everybody plays. I know all of us played it, even though I'm not a gamer. I know I've played it. Tons of my friends play it, and uh, the way that the market's going is that cross-play factor because I think you know you have friends who have Xbox and friends who have PlayStation that want to play together, but they can't. But Fortnite allowed for that to happen, and I think that's why everybody was so hyped when they did let it happen. If uh. I think they are picking and choosing their games because obviously their game they're just games that they don't want cross played just for the simple fact of them to retain their profits, if that makes sense. But uh I think I think that's the reason, yeah. I think you're right. All right. Alex, you got anything you want to add to this? Um I mean yeah, it makes sense. Fortnite, highest growing company, bunch of billion people playing it. Uh of course if you do cross play Generally, you wouldn't make as much, but because you have a high amount of people, that shouldn't really matter. Uh, yeah, I agree. All right, all right, Isaiah, what's your whole thoughts on this crossplay situation? Uh, yeah, Sony—they all—they've always been uh, like you know stubborn when it comes to crossplay. But I feel like in Fortnite and the Rocket League decision, I feel like it was just all for money. You know, look how I'm pretty sure Sony made a ton of money off of Fortnite because you know they had the special edition console with the I forgot what the costume was, but you can get like the free costume with the purchase of the Fortnite uh, PS4 bundle or whatever. But I feel like it just all comes down to money. Uh, I feel like Apex will be the next big uh, game to give uh, you know a crossplay a chance, and I feel like I don't know. I just feel like it all comes down to the money with Sony. 
Okay, okay. I'm excited for Apex. It just won't run on my laptop, but <laughs> I'm going to play it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, it's called, but yeah, no, I think it's the second one. I think it's the, the second one as well. It's like Fortnite and Rocket League got so big in that too big of a market and them making money because they make money off of every microtransaction of you buying V-Bucks and stuff like that from the... Premium. Yeah, the free, uh, right, premium. Right. So, yeah. Like, and then so longer... The longer uh, people play the games, the more microtransactions they can take a piece of when they buy them through the PlayStation Store. So, yeah, I think we. I think I. Oh, go ahead, I, go think, ahead. Like, I think I heard that uh, that like back when Fortnite was like really popular. I'm talking like maybe season three, season four. It's like back in April, at, like at the, at the peak of like their success, it made like eight million in like a month. Mm. So just think what Sony took a percentage of in terms of like, yeah, like you said, the microtransactions stuff. So, they're definitely picking and choosing who they want to do cross play with. It's you know, you can tell. All right. Next in the Sony news, so Quantum Dream they will no longer, at the moment, be developing a PlayStation exclusives. For those of y'all that don't know about Quantum Dream, maybe you heard about their games: Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and uh, what's the Detroit Become Human. I love that game. So uh, let's call you. Those were PlayStation exclusives, and so now they have received funding from a uh, from I think it was a, uh, yeah a Chinese publisher called NetEase, and they gave them funding for future projects. And basically, they're saying that they're still gonna be put their games on PlayStation, just no longer gonna be exclusive while they're being while they're using funds from NetEase. So is this a big deal for Sony? Cause yeah, cause they're not a first party studio; they're independent. Possibly, because I think uh, it depends on the projects they're working on. They're working on, like for example, if De- I'm waiting for that Detroit Become Human Part Two, because I love that game. That was probably the best game I like, the best story storymatic game of 2018, in my personal opinion. I don't know if you guys have watched any of the gameplay. But it's it's such an amazing game. I think if they release that, then that would be a good idea. But I really don't know because I don't know like who they're trying to target or uh, what games they're that they're thinking about doing. So I guess that's kind of hard to tell right now. But what do you think? Then? No, I think it's gonna. No, I think it's gonna. Uh, it's gonna hurt them because, uh, well, not necessarily hurt them, but that excludes the bragging rights of if you want to play this game, you have to come come play it on PlayStation. Yeah. So I think that's they might what. Lose money, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's where, you know, that factor. But the game is still going to be on there. It's just they won't – people won't be able to go around and brag about having, uh, you know, having the exclusives for Quantum Dreams no more. Isaiah, you got anything you want to you wanna add to this? No, nah, not necessarily. I don't think Sony even really cares too much about too much about them. Now, if it was like God of War and, you know, something like that, the developers were like, yeah, if you want to branch off to Xbox, now, now I can see – if Sony cares, you know, cares about that, but not too much about like Detroit become human again, like nothing like that. Seems too serious about about it. But I've never played. Is it a good game? Or I've never, I've never even it's, touched it. It's an amazing game. If, if, it's a story based game. Yeah. It's, uh Basically, each decision you make affects the ending. Because yeah. like Quantum Dream, they make games to where there's like multiple. There's like multiple storylines. It's yeah, like, it's like a breakthrough lines. story. It's like a spider web of. If you do this, then this happens, or if you do something different. Oh, so, okay. would you say it's similar to? I don't know if you played the game Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the gameplay. It's 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 similar. There's there's those type of options. I don't know if you played um, 
uh, it's kind of like how you know you you played Fallout or a uh, Fallout, right? Wow. Yeah, you know how you have the different options to choose. It's kind of like that, but it, it it's like kind of kind of like a a root like roots like you know going off course. Yeah, and then uh, and then when you uh, go into the thing, you can look at the diff. You can go back and look and see what decisions you made affects yeah. the ending. So oh, there's like okay. yeah, cause there's like twenty different yeah. endings. Yeah, there's like yeah, there's tons. But if, have you ever watched Ex Machina before? The no. Movie? No, no, no. Oh no. yeah, I have. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of like that. It's it's a similar type of AI concept. Uh-huh. And also the dude oh, who plays okay. on Grey Grey's Anatomy is like the primary uh, character for the game, mm. and then another dude who's not as famous. But it's it's a pretty good game. I I personally like story based games just because like I like to think and you know be amazed. But it's a pretty. What good do you uh, What do you rate it out of a one to a ten? Ten being the best. I would say uh, probably a a nine. I it's because like at the end like they there's so much that they need to cover still like story wise because. I oh, think okay. one of the endings was like the spoiler yeah, alert. Spoiler, spoiler. No, you're all good. I don't care about spoilers. <laughs> one of the endings was like um, the robots, because it's about AI, right? AI robots. So basically, one of the robots uh, kind of did an AI uprising, and they all like are trying to take over humanity, and it's just like stop right there. So that's why I say we need a part two, because no, okay, it's, like, it's getting good. All right, and before Anthony has the dip, so I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit, and we're gonna talk about. Ninja, and you know he told CNN that he made ten million dollars last year in 2018 from playing Fortnite. He said seven million of that came from Twitch, and the other three million came from uh, donations. Oh no, no, yeah, skip. My bad. Seven million from Twitch and YouTube, and then three million that came from the Samsung deal, the Red Bull Red Bull deal, and merchandise sales. He better be reporting that as income on his taxes. <laughs> but ten million dollars, you're like, what? What are y'all initial thoughts about this before my, we dive deeper into this? My grandpa once told me, "You're never gonna make money off playing video games." I swear to God, I swear, <laughs> I swear to and now, God. And now I'm in college. <laughs> no, I swear <laughs> to God, bro. Like my mom, like, cause I was begging my mom to to like sign the waivers for me to go to these Call of Duty events, and she was yeah. like. You're never gonna. You're like video games <laughs> is never gonna take you anywhere. Yeah. And then, like about a couple of months ago, she sent me a, a text talking about how she wished I would have just <laughs> ignored her and went to the and participated in the tournaments anyway. Yeah. Who would have thought though, bro? Like, we, I think for us, we were all, all all younger than like the most famous YouTubers. So me personally, like, I wanted to do YouTube since I was like 13, but I couldn't yeah. afford like all the equipment. And yeah. shit. I swear that Hop Hog <laughs> HD PVR was two hundred dollars. But when I asked my mama for that. Right. She was like, "How much is it? Like two hundred? And then like, what's it for? All to record the PlayStation yeah. or or the Xbox? I'm like, but you don't need it." <laughs> Bro, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. man, I, man, I wouldn't even get five dollars like for lunch because I got lunch free. Man, I didn't get nothing. It was whack. No. I had to work. I had to like mow the grass for money. It was terrible. <laughs> All right, Anthony. So you, we gonna go ahead and dive deeper in this real quick because I know you got to dip in like three minutes. Yeah, yeah you are responding. Yeah, so. All right, so do you think this was a good idea of Ninja telling the world how much he made? I think, I mean, it doesn't really matter, but if he's not reporting those donations as his income or, you know, reporting that much money as his income, then I think he's he's going to be in a little federal trouble. Hey man, the IR, man, the IRS was probably knocking on his door that, January that's one 1st of the with that tax yeah. form. See, that, that's one of the problems. I think, I mean, there's no problem saying how much he made, but, like, if he's not doing his... 
a social responsibility in paying taxes because I know they're about to take half of that. But if they, but if he's not reporting it, then yeah, I don't, I don't respect that because I pay my taxes and I don't like it. Yeah, he's so, probably so he needs. He's to pay probably paying taxes. taxes on most <laughs> of it because I'm pretty sure Twitch is gonna send him a W two, and then our, and yeah. then Red Bull and Samsung like most likely sending him a W two. Yeah. So he's probably pay, he's paying taxes on some of it, but all of it we don't know. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's good. I think making that much money in a year is fantastic. Maybe one day we can make that much money in a year. Maybe. <laughs> I don't yeah, think no. so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he said he's been. Uh, he said like him and his wife are really good at sa- at saving the money. They said they have most of it saved. So. Where did they grow up? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, they live. They live somewhere in Illinois, bro. Oh, that's why. They they they're not in a food desert. No, I'm just kidding. No, they're not in a uh, they're not in a state or a city with a high cost of living. Exactly. So they're paying like three dollars for for five gallons of gas. All right, Anthony. So I know you got to dip. Anything you want to yeah. plug before uh, before you head on out here? Uh, none really. All I'm gonna say uh-huh. is that I'm looking forward to the Resident Evil Three remake. That's really that's really what I'm looking forward to. So if you haven't, if none of y'all have seen the Resident Evil Two remake, watch the Rad Brad. He's the dopest YouTuber on YouTube right now. Uh, his Resident Evil 2 walkthrough is phenomenal. So that's pretty All much right. it. All right. Well, thank you guys for having me. And Isaiah, thank you for joining. No problem, man. Uh, nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too, man. All right. Well, I'll see y'all later. Okay. All right. So, all right, Isaiah, your initial thoughts on Ninja making $10 million in 2018. With him making that $10 million, he's just, I, I don't know. I feel like there's a side of me that feels like after he's told everybody how much he's made, yeah, that's detrimental to, like, the rest of his career. Because, you know, Ninja, I don't know if you know, but Ninja went through a lot of backlash, like, people not liking him. Like, did you guys ever hear about that? Uh, what's it called? Like, can you uh, be more specific about that? Because I know he gets, like, a lot of lot of hate, but is there, like, anything specific? Oh, no, not, not, nothing, not nothing necessarily, like, yeah, like in terms of his money, like I don't know, a lot of the, the streamers that he plays with feels like that he doesn't include them, like in on like the things that he gets, like the brand deals. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, you know, he like you, you know, he, he uses them for views in his YouTube videos, and he, like they don't feel as if he's you know sharing the wealth, I, I per se. And then like his response to that was, "Well, we're not really real friends. We're just you know esport friends or whatever." Mm. But in terms of him, in terms of him making that ten million, that's just on. Uh, it opens a lot of new doors for people like me who want to try to get into that competitive thing with gaming. So I think it's a good thing, though. It's a lot of money, though, but it's a good thing to me. Yeah, and I see. It, I feel like it's a good thing and a bad thing because it's a good thing because now, like all of so all the parents out there, like my parents who thought you couldn't make any any money out there playing video games, they're coming through late, and then because I'm like, cause, you know. Back in middle school and high school, I was trying to tell him, like, yeah, there's a million, like, at the end of the year, there's that million dollar tournament for Call of Duty. Right. There's that, that, uh, $100,000 tournament in March, or there's that, you know, this, for, and then especially the bigger ones like League of Legends and Dota, where there's multiple millions of dollars on the line for these tournaments, you know, but I feel like it's a good thing because it's bringing awareness, and then maybe that will, uh, what's cause it, that will bring more support for, you know, letting their kids pursue esports because a lot of pro players have said once they brought that first big check home, then it was like, oh, okay. And then their parents started uh, supporting them uh, making gaming their full time job. But then I also feel like it's a bad thing 
because now everybody is going, oh, dang, he made 10 mil yeah. from playing mm-hmm. video games. And now the market is about to get oversaturated with everybody, even people that don't play games trying to play games. Not even, yeah, like oversaturated too. Like, it's like, look at Fortnite right now. That's when Fortnite first came out. Everybody was like, you know, oh, you know, it's kind of easy, whatever. But now, like, if you play a game of Fortnite, how competitive it is now. But I feel like with streamers raising, raising awareness for, like, the money they make, it's like everybody wants to be competitive at it, you know? So that's why I feel like, I don't know, that's why I feel like that's the bad, the bad end of the stick of, of uh, him making that much money. Yeah, because everybody, because everybody wants to play like Ninja. Everybody's building, building skyscrapers and towers. When you get into a build fight, going right. fifty feet in the air, and now it's like Ninja. all types of nineties. Yeah, it's. Uh... I mean, if you're if you if you want to play like Ninja, I don't think you should be playing for the money because that's not how he started. He just did it for fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he and just then, did it for yeah. fun, and then ended up being really good yeah. at the game. Exactly. Like I think. Uh, no. Now that he's becoming popular and all, you know, people are just going to think about the money and not really because of, you know, because he's good. All right. Any final thoughts on that before we move on? All right. Not for me. All right. So, all right, next on. All right, so we're going to backtrack a little bit. So, Nintendo news, Nintendo Direct is happening later on today, so there's no Nintendo news. We'll have to report on that next week. So, and then as far as Xbox news, Crackdown 3 is coming out uh, this Friday. If you have Xbox Game Pass, you'll be able to play it day one through Xbox Game Pass. Uh, And that's really the news for them this week. And, okay, we already talked about Ninja. So... Uh, so EA, their stock basically, well, not I don't want to say plummet because I don't I don't think it went down that bad. Let me see. So, yeah, it didn't even go. I don't know, but the amount of money that EA is worth, five percent of a lot is a lot. So EA stock yeah, went down. So basically, this is a follow up to where they was beefing with the Belgium government over the loot boxes. Belgium government basically said remove loot boxes out the game or if you do have them in the game you cannot have microtransactions transactions for them or or no, no excuse me you can't have microtransactions for them and you have to tell the player what their odds are of receiving uh the items and EA was trying to battle that they they refused and then I guess they tried to do whatever they tried to do and it failed, but EA is removing FIFA points in Belgium. So now if you want FIFA points, you, uh, you have to play the game to get them and they will make the probabilities of getting a certain card or player transparent. So it won't be considered gambling to the Belgium government. So, all I'm going to say is we need this policy in the U.S. because I'm still salty <laughs> from NBA 2K13. I bought a bunch of VC trying to get Allen Iverson out of the loot box and never got him. So. That's sad. That's really sad. Yeah, man. Ooh, I was I was grinding. I was doing a little tricks or whatever. I was, uh, excuse me. 
Yeah, I was doing all the tricks. Like, I was putting on a game and then just going into coach mode so that way the game could play and I can get BC for participating in the game and then spinning it on that loot box to get Allen Iverson. And then when they did the 50% off BC sales, buying $20 worth of VC and not getting Allen Iverson. So we need this because, you know, of course, if they have like that, you know, that 99 overall, like uh, Messi or a 99 overall Ronaldo in FIFA, and they tell you, okay, you have a 3% chance of getting this, then you go in knowing you have a 3% chance of getting them and not going in blind. So Yeah, I, I feel like they should add that, you know, your percentage chance to, you know, just to let the players know. Because, you know, people are spending real money, like hard-earned money. I should be, at least be able to see what are my percentages of getting, you know, that character – or like Allen Iverson or whatever. I think that's fair. They're just, they're just a stubborn company. Yeah, so, you know, they uh, – what's called? So, yeah, they, they tried to fight that fight, and then I don't know I don't know uh, if EA is saying the war is over. So, I don't know if this is – I don't know if they see this as, okay, we're losing the battle. But uh, I don't know if they're going to try and fight this even longer. But we'll have to wait and see. All right, and then also, let me on the topic of EA. So, Battlefield Five underperformed. So, basically, in the EA, uh, what's called what's the what's the uh, stockholders and investors meeting or whatever. So, EA they hoped that uh, what's called it. So they hoped to turn it around with Anthem because Battlefield Five didn't sell as many copies as they think. And now they're hoping Anthem can turn that around. So they're expecting Anthem to sell 6 million copies by the end of March, which is going to be about a month and a half. And they're also developing a new Plants vs. Zombies game and a new Need for Speed game. So they're trying to get things back on track. And plus, they also did the surprise release of Apex Legends. So they're trying to turn things around. So it's EA back on a good track or we still not going to forget about all the shady business practices they done because these games because these games because uh the games still have micro in the u.s still have microtransactions so you said the games in the u.s still have microtransactions yeah and then the microtransaction the loot boxes so that's and then, because I think the mixture of EA games not selling over here is a mix of one, the loot boxes, and then two, being tired of like with Battlefield Five, the going back in time. So I think it's a mixture of both. But EA is doing all of these efforts to get back on good graces. So Anthem, Apex Legends, new Plants vs Zombies game, a new Need for Speed game, are they on the right track? Of doing good things or you still gonna are we still gonna be like okay wait what about these microtransactions and stuff well they're, they're definitely getting on my good side trying to you know move into the, the back well not necessarily my good side but like the i don't know they're trying to get back into like the player's good side of like uh introducing the battle royale game and from what i hear i hear apex is pretty good i haven't personally downloaded it yet but i feel i heard like it's really good i've seen gameplay like it kind of looks like Borderlands mixed with like a Call of Duty ish vibe. But uh, no, nah, I'm still not going to forget about these microtransactions. I feel like that needs to be addressed. 
they're still a super money hungry company for no reason. They released the same like the, what is it EA because EA is in charge of Madden too, right? Like the Madden 13, yeah. 14, all right? Yeah, they're making so much money off of these games that get re-released every single year. 2K, what else? Uh, Madden, MLB, and then one more. Uh, FIFA. FIFA as well, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're a super money-hungry company. They don't even need to, you know, they don't even really need the money. They're releasing the same games every year. I just, I can't I can't deal with that type of, uh, that type of marketing. I just can't. All right. Yeah, no, and then, because, you know, because EA, because we noticed this with the Madden series, they'll put a feature in and then they'll take the feature out and then after two or three years, they'll put the feature back in and claim it's new. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's how you get them. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And claim it's new. So, we're going to move on. So, let's see. What else do we got on here that we can talk about before? Moving on to the film portion of the show. Uh, so, you're basically Apex Legends. So, Apex Legends came out, and they reached some milestones already within the first week of release. So, they hit a million concurrent players. That's a million people playing at the same time. And they've reached 10 million overall players. So, it's starting off to a good, a strong, good start. But the question is, will this hype be there you know, a couple months from now, because I see some esports teams already trying to recruit pro players for this game, and it's been out for less than two weeks. Wow! Apex Legends. So you know, is it is it just a hype going on right right now, or oh, well, Isaiah haven't played it, but uh, so. But, but, yeah. but I've seen games. I've seen games that it looks pretty. It looks pretty. It looks fun. I would say. Yeah, no, but, I, um, I played a couple games. It, it has, it, I can see the potential in there. You can see the potential. Yeah, but is it is it is the potential high enough for the esports teams like already this early in the scene? Oh, see, oh, that's that's the thing. I don't think so because the game just came out, and then EA right. they're gonna have to organize these events and stuff like that for this prize pool. So. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think so. So I feel it's probably going to be no, – I feel like if EA sees that this is still doing good three or four months from now, then I think that they'll start gearing up and then start putting together tournaments for around the like the summertime, summer and fall time. All right, Alex, have you played Apex? I've Legends not yet. played Apex. Is it like a battle royale type of game? Yeah, it's a battle royale game. Um, it's well, uh, it's in the Titanfall universe. Fifty years after Titanfall two. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, with the hype going on right now, I think it's better if EA did start doing tournaments now, or if not, there's other companies that can do it too, like as a starter to see like how big it would grow, and uh, work from there. All right. Any. Uh, la- any last thoughts on Apex Legends before we take a quick break and head into this film and media news? Nope. Guess not. All right. Of the 